Section 30, Tributes, Part 3. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tom Hirsch. The Post of Berlin. What he aimed at for the solution of the social question and the uplifting of the lowest classes of people by their own works assures for him the respect of the entire civilized world. Berlin Local Gazette. In the person of General Booth was embodied one part of the social question, and if any man succeeded in bringing any part of it even nearer to a solution, one must say it was William Booth. His plainness as a man, his genial gift as an organizer, his burning zeal, his self-sacrificing devotion to his aim, prepared and leveled the road for him and no man, friend or foe, will withhold from him their tribute of high respect as he lies on his bed of death. The Morning Post of Berlin General Booth, the ancient, blind man, always kept his glad heart. He was able to point his opponents, who brought up their theoretical maxims against him, and who latterly became ever fewer, to his practical work. The Berlin Evening Paper. There has hardly ever been a general who, in an almost unbroken career of victory, subdued so many men and conquered so many countries as William Booth. His person gained the high respect of his contemporaries through his long, priestly life, and he will ever remain an example of how much, even in a time of confusion and division, one man can do who knows what he wants and keeps a clear conscience. Berlin Midday Paper In General Booth we have undoubtedly lost one of the most successful organizers of the day. Berlin Daily Paper Tagblatt Whoever has seen and heard Booth in a huge meeting in Circus Bush will never forget him. The snow-white, flowing beard and the great upright figure of the blue uniform with the red-figured jersey, the furrowed face of typical English character, and the finely mobile orator's mouth, with the searching eyes under the noble forehead, and the prominent nose that gave him almost the aspect of an eagle. German Watchman With that constant willpower which sprang from deep and upright conviction, and with a faculty for organization which won him hearty recognition from all who knew him, he was able to do such great things. National Gazette, Berlin. His unselfishness and his zealous devotion to his creation, the army, was beyond all question. Berlin Exchange Courier. Whoever saw and heard him knows that he remained, after all, the simple, unassuming, humble man. The secret of his personality was the embodiment of an unshakable religious devotion. It rang out in his burning, earnest words. It breathed in the deep, heartfelt prayers in his meetings. It expressed itself in wondrous deeds of love, which ignored difficulties and shrank from no sacrifice. This made of him the organizing genius who led the worldwide Salvation Army, with all its higher and lower departments, with strength and security.
William Booth was, as its founder and general, perhaps the most popular man of our day. Neckar Journal of Heilsbrunn. And so General Booth, who has now died at 83, risen to be one of the greatest benefactors of the murdering industry period. His name is graven in brass in the social history of the 19th century. He was a man through whose soul the great breath of brotherly love and devotion moved, and therefore his example will never be forgotten. The Baden Press of Karlsruhe The Salvation Army is today the mightiest free organization of social help in the world, and the man who made it was once a street missionary, despised and without influence whom part of the despairing mass of the east of London threw stones at, whilst another part, with alcohol-fevered eyes, hung on his lips. If ye have faith like a grain of mustard seed. The General Gazette of Erfurt. In General Booth, one has closed his eyes who was able to make a visible reality of the faith that can remove mountains. The Bonaparte of free social help has died. The Cologne Times One of the greatest benefactors of mankind has passed away, and as success is the greatest joy, also one of the happiest of men. The Salvation Army is a good Christian undertaking, and William Booth was one of the noblest Christians whose name history can record. Hanover Courier Booth was the born orator of the people. He possessed, above all, the rare gift of keeping always to the level of his hearers, and so to speak about the highest themes that the wayfaring man understood him. Hamburg Stranger's Paper. To the last he was the living, energizing center of the army, and to the last breath in the truest sense, its general. Munchen Latest News With the decease of General Booth, mankind has to mourn the loss of a willing, self-sacrificing benefactor, a noble philanthropist of the most distinguished purpose. The Kingdom's Messenger of Berlin What he accomplished in the fighting of drunkenness or other evils is too well known to need description. Taken all in all, Whatever anyone may have to say about any details of the army's methods, one must agree with the Daily Chronicle that the loss of General Booth is a heavy blow, and the whole world will unite with us in applauding such a life of devotion to a great end. The Cross-Gazette of Berlin It was seen that he was not merely a preacher of repentance, but a real shepherd of his sheep, who had an open heart, and a good understanding for all in need. German News of Berlin He was no quack, no charlatan, and Carlyle, had he known him, would have certainly put him into his list of heroes as priest and prophet. It is great what the army has done in fighting manifold human miseries such as drunkenness. We have often known learned men and politicians who went over the sea, scoffers at it, come back its admirers. Markish People's Paper of Barman Our opposition on principle does not prevent our acknowledging that the army has done much good to the poorest of the poor. German Daily Paper of Berlin 
With the greatest pity he combined the most iron discipline and sacrificed to the happiness of all every personal enjoyment. Germania of Berlin. But the light that always led him out of the deepest darkness to the day was his sympathy for his brethren, whose misery in the east of London so deeply laid hold of him. Daily look-round of Berlin. Perhaps the most remarkable fact about him was that with all his gigantic plans, he never lost himself in fantasy, but always knew how to keep himself down to the practical. Strasbourg Post. Hard upon himself, he exercised the same severity upon others, from the highest of his officers to the least in his army. Schwalisch Mercury of Stuttgart. He made his army out of the soil of London's misery quarter, and its present is the work of his unweariable devotion, the energy sustained by the fire of his zeal for his idea. Mulhouse Daily. His personality grew out of the old Puritan spirit. Elbing Latest News. He is the model of a successful businessman, but he is a businessman who never works for himself, only for others. So wrote one of the man whom death has now taken from what was the creation of his life. In him has passed away one of the characteristic figures of the century's tendency. His many-sidedness, it is not too much to say, had no equal. Bringer of salvation, social politician, wholesale businessman, are only three comparisons which cannot by far exhaust the description of the phenomenon Booth. If ever the word can rightly be used of anyone, then of William Booth it can be said he was a benefactor of mankind. Altona News Modern time has few men to show whose spirit had any such world-embracing might, and who, out of so unlikely a beginning, knew how to raise up so gigantic a work as compels us to be filled, if not with love to him, at least with the greatest respect for his honorable intentions. Vaktland Gazette Plauen. These were the innermost feelings of his whole life which drove him to his marvelous life's work, religious zeal, and sympathy. Frankfurt Gazette. William Booth had a mighty will, and he strove on for tens of years from promise to fulfillment. Augsburg Evening Gazette. His brilliant talent for organization and his ability always to strike the right note, which would take with the masses, were the most outstanding specialties of the deceased. Rhine-Westphalian Gazette. Here is a work done by an extraordinarily organizing genius, so great and such a model, socially speaking, as to fill even the opponents of the old philanthropist with respect. Journal de Debat, Paris. Never, perhaps, has a man been the creator of such social work as this one who has died after having passed fifty years running all over the world in search of the miserable ones who had no hope. Galois, Paris. His life may be thus summarized. He brought back to God and to morality many souls who had gone to materialism and vice. 
he founded pretty well everywhere 750 refuges for the unfortunate. He found work for those who had none. He despised human respect in order to do good. The Little Republican Paris It is a very exalted moral figure which has disappeared from this world, as well as even more than a person singularly famous. If he became a preacher, he was certainly born an apostle. He had the genius of conversion, and wanted no other career here below. There is not a city in the Anglo-Saxon world where his army has not snatched by hundreds men from drunkenness and women from prostitution. The Republic, Paris An indefatigable organizer, ceaselessly working for the success of his effort, he created, besides numerous groups of salvationists, night refuges, popular restaurants, workplaces, journals, and reviews. The Intransient, Paris In General Booth passes away a truly world personage, whose influence extended to the two hemispheres, and perhaps as much among the savage as the civilized. He discovered his real path and founded the Salvation Army, which has recruited millions of faithful ones in the most diverse nations, even in our skeptical France. The Voltaire, Paris. We have not to judge his religious efforts, nor even his methods, which often seem to us, from some aspects, so very absurd. But one must recognize that the army created hospitals, retreats, refuges without number in all countries of the world, including France, and that the devotion of its soldiers has been unbounded. From the social point of view, General Booth was certainly a benefactor. Gil Blas, Paris Struck by the misery which some quarters of London displayed to him, he conceived the idea of evangelizing these masses and to bring them along with the Christian light, physical comfort, and moral union. An intelligent work, humane in its principles, beautiful in its aspirations. It merits that we salute with respect the remains of him who undertook it with all his disinterestedness and all his heart. General Business Paper of Amsterdam The world has to mourn the death of one of the noblest men who ever lived, a man who, undiscouraged by scorn, contempt, and continual mockery, kept on working according to his convictions, conscious that he had a great vocation to fulfill, seeking the welfare of his fellows no matter what race or class they might belong to. With his departure will be mourned a man who accomplished great things, and of whom his most ardent opponents have to admit that he, by his example and by his incomparable power to work, and his mighty talent for organization, has been able to be a blessing to many. William Booth has gone to his eternal rest. He has not lived and worked in vain. His name does not belong only to his fatherland, but to the whole world, for he was a benefactor to every land, and to all humanity. If any name shall continue to live, it is his. The People, Amsterdam A 
a man has died whose figure, owing to his career, his self-chosen sphere of labor, his manifested power and talent, and through his success, too, has become a world figure, who may be variously judged, but awakens sympathy everywhere and scarcely anywhere enmity. Booth was a man for the outcasts of society, for the poorest and most miserable, for those who had no strength left and were entirely unarmed in the fight for existence. The Fatherland, Amsterdam. Yes, truly, he was a great idealist. That was why he could not be content to remain an ordinary minister. His ideal went beyond the circle of his communion. He wanted to overcome the world by love and divine worship and work for all mankind. And we see the results everywhere, just as in this country, so at the other side of the world. The Amsterdamer. The saving of souls was the great all-consuming passion of the founder of the Salvation Army. To satisfy this heart-moving desire, he began his wide-stretched organization, and notwithstanding the great social work which represented a great amount of practical social betterment, he continued in every direction in the army only to honor the opportunity it gave him to win souls for God and the army. The Evening Courier of Milan When he stepped to the front of the platform, he seemed transfigured. His rapid and incisive words poured from his mouth with unrestrained eloquence. All the foundation of all we say, he cried, are the eternal truths of the gospel, indestructible as the pillars of the throne of God. And the apostle spoke out. In that body, worn with age, was born again something of that unconquerable faith which had made Booth as a lad cry out seventy years before in prophetic transport. The trumpet has sounded the signal for the fight, your general assures you of success and a glorious reward. Your crown is ready. Why do you wait and hesitate so? Forward, forward, forward. Booth was not one to be intimidated. He tolerated insults with Olympic patience. He just wiped off the dirt his persecutors threw at him and smilingly invited them to follow him. Thus, about seventy years of age, he began the beneficent career which accomplished a truly marvelous work of philanthropy and love, and which gained for him not only the esteem and veneration of the poor of East London and of the choicest citizens, but the personal friendship of his sovereign. The Age of Milan The death of Booth causes consternation through all England, because through the vast organization, the Salvation Army, he was so well known for his works of humanity and beneficence. Indeed, he was one of the most celebrated men in the world. The great humane work he founded during the seventy years of his apostolate is destined to remain as one of the highest expressions of modern philanthropy and charity. The army is an immense federation of hearts and consciences, which was created, guided, and led to triumph by Mr. Booth. The Press of Turin 
the founder and general of the Salvation Army, dead at 83 years of age, after 70 years of unweariable apostolate, was one of the purest and most popular heroes of modern Christianity. He was not content to preach the gospel only from the parchment. A mystic and a poet, yet a practical man of forethought, he was able, out of nothing, to create a society of militant propagandists for the social redemption of the lost crowds, and to fight against idleness, alcoholism, and evil habits. The Halfpenny Paper the message that General Booth is dead will cause sorrow not only in his country or in Europe, but all over the world. Now at his death, the whole world knows his name and thousands follow in his footsteps. Social Democrat No free religious movement has ever become so great or laid so strong a hold upon all classes of society. General Booth will be named in history as one of the strongest and most remarkable personages that ever lived. He was a product of society such as it was, and the movement he raised was born of that state of things, firstly as a reconciler, and then as a protest. To accomplish such a work as has been done cannot be without result on the future shaping of society. The Morning Today the Salvation Army stands as one of the mightiest and most remarkable religious organizations that the world has ever seen. John Copping Post, one of our times, and perhaps all times, greatest and most remarkable personages, the Salvation Army's founder and general, William Booth, died in London yesterday evening. Behind him lies a path such as few have ever traveled. Before him lies the rest with his Lord, in whose service he labored almost all his long life. Swedish Morning Standard The world has lost one of its noblest and most remarkable men. A great benefactor of mankind has been called home. Our time's greatest spiritual general has died at his honorable post. Peace to his brave and worthy memory. Nor copying news. Few of the most noted men of the day did anything like as much work as the general. He was the leading spirit in all his world organization's least details. He spent most of his time traveling all around the world. Gothenburg's Post Wherever in the world men's hearts beat for men's sorrows and misery, the message of General Booth's death will be received with sadness and mourning. For with General Booth departed the greatest modern apostle of Christianity, charity, and mercy, a sort of savior, up to the level of modern machinery and wholesale industrial city life, and one of the most discussed and remarkable of modern personages. Gothenburg's Evening William Booth's life was one in storm and battle, a great man's life the life of an unwearied fighter. Now the whole world bows before the great man and the great life which will live through all time and go on bringing help to the suffering. Smolin's Post Booth's blessed and energetic all-world-embracing efforts 
have, during the last decades, had general recognition, and his native land has, in various ways, testified its respect for what he has done in the service of mercy. Uppsala News William Booth's sleepless energy and restless activity succeeded in forcing his work's recognition, even where people did not approve his methods, and many who before despised him will, now that he is gone, admit that he has done more for his fellows than many whose names have gone down to posterity. Malmo S.S. Daily It is one of the day's strongest personages who is gone, a man with utmost wealth of energy and power. One could hardly believe he belonged to our times, and yet he had all the qualities of our nervous and restless epoch. There was much in him to remind of the old prophets, the lonely men of God fighting with the mighty and the wrong. Nobody can dispute that the army did much good. Stockholm Morning It lay in the leader's extraordinary foresight that the army had a great and blessed work to fulfill to save the deepest sunken in the community. End of section 30 Recording by Tom Hirsch